scared for the bosses don't listen to their lies as poor folks haven't got a chance lest we organize which side are you on uh, hey taylor uh hey phoebe <laughs> how do you how do you feel about jizz <laughs> um i'm a pretty big fan personally uh I, I figured I figured I would just say cut right to the chase. Yeah, yeah. Let's to, not pretend uh-huh. we don't know what this podcast Let's, is all about. True. Let's not pretend you come for anything but the come. Exactly. Like, we know why you come. <laughs> oh uh, my god. It's quiet. like it's just inevitable. True. So I was like we'll just get we'll that just get out, out of the, the way. way. Yeah. yeah, get yeah. get our laundry done and mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, a few uh, a few house cleaning items uh, come first mm-hmm. of all. Uh, second um, of all, jizz, jizz. Jizz. My apologies. And and the third um, ejaculation. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Semen, if you will. <laughs> what a way! Uh, what a way to start off. I love it. I love it. This is remarks. Uh, <laughs> the podcast about come. <laughs> the only. I think that we I can pretty confidently say we're the only podcast. I, yeah. Com, yeah. Uh, wild. There's Although, maybe like a. Is there like there should be like a porn, um, podcast website, okay. that's like audio audio audio, audio porn. porn. Okay. Okay. That only. Would, yeah, that would make sense. I right? guess. Yeah. Because like, there's porn in like book form. And there's porn in right. visual form, obviously. But then it's just like the listening part. Yeah, like you, what if you just want to listen? I think that's to nice. the porn. I, yeah, it's it's truly beautiful. <laughs> I <laughs> think that's um, beautiful. It's like a. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. It's like a ASMR kind of thing, but mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, sexy noises. I guess. Yeah, I, I I'd like it to include the entire like porn story as well though like yes like very much like the like ding I didn't order a pizza yeah, exactly. <laughs> or uh, I I don't have any money to pay for this pizza <laughs> I'm so sorry Mr. Pizza Man <laughs> Mr. Pizza Man um yeah I'm Phoebe <laughs> that is Phoebe uh, I am Taylor um again this is remarks this is remarks our <laughs> podcast uh wow. That was good. Yeah, that was good. We're obviously back back in the swing of things a bit more this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were a little tired last week, which, I mean, if you podcast every week, there's going to be some weeks where you're a little sleepy. Yeah. You're a little sleepy guys. There was a lot going on True. last week, so. Absolutely. We're back and better than ever. Better than ever. Pretty much, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. definitely. So, <laughs> today, we're going to tell you, little babies, about... Some anti-fascist movements. I believe this will be a two-parter episode. It definitely will be. You got to tune in next week again, Mm -hmm. unless you want to just listen to one part. I mean, unless you don't want to know the stunning conclusion. Yeah, what kind of fucking psychopath (laughs) ass would listen to one part of a podcast (laughs) and then just not the next part? (laughs) I read halfway through books and then I quit. (laughs) I don't want to know the end. I listen to half, only one part of a song, and then I'm just like, <laughs> eh, not interested. Don't need the last minute and a half. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I'm talking about the Spanish Civil War, and you're doing some Italian stuff, I right? I am. I am. Yeah, my ancestors. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Although, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about my 
my uh, lineage, if you will. Your Italian heritage. Yeah, so I don't know if like they were the fascists or the anti-fascists. Yeah. You know, I think I would hope that like it's genetic, and so True. they were anti-fascist, and True. that's like you just take after them now. Didn't you? Isn't your didn't your grandma say something funny about your lineage being Russian or something? You're a, oh, oh my yeah. god! Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think we were talking oh about God. the podcast. Right? I think yeah, around Thanksgiving we were talking about. Um, I think one of us said something about communism, and my grandma goes, oh, "Communism? No!" And yeah. then she goes, "You know, your grandfather was a Russian." <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> and I like yeah, thought she yeah. was going to launch into a whole thing of like he fought against the communists. Yeah, She's yeah. like, he was Russian. <laughs> he was a, he was Russian. Yeah. You're like, well, that's where. It, so I mean, you. Have communism in your blood. I do. It runs deep. Which is like. That's why I bleed red. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. True. Oh, man. Um, do you yeah. want to take it away? Do you want me to take it away? Yeah. I, I'll start us off. Sure. Hit it. <clears throat> Get that podcasting voice ready. Got to <laughs> ASMR it up really quick. All right, so yeah, we're talking about uh, the Civil War, but making it Spanish. Uh, (laughs) So the story of the Spanish Civil War is quite a complex one, as you might imagine, uh, because, you know, this was a little bit after the, you know, American Civil War and whatnot. And I feel like with the American Civil War, like that was a pretty cut and dry war, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's very like South, North, slavery, not slavery. Yeah. Not too too many things going on there, but like the majority of civil wars are more complex than that, right. you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so because of the complexity, uh, this whole episode I'm purely just setting the scene about what was happening, mm-hmm. and the next episode we'll jump into the actual war. And still, I mean, we still talk about anti-fascist stuff a little bit, obviously, but but yeah, we'll get the uh, we'll get the big players set up and then we'll jump into the juicy details next time mm. the succulent details mm. <laughs> fuck <laughs> fuck yeah it's true we uh are fucking on something today <laughs> i don't know i didn't do any drugs this morning i so. didn't i didn't do my morning line of cocaine yeah so. yeah if you talk to me uh saturday <laughs> no i didn't do cocaine i I took an. Uh, I didn't do any drugs. I'm pure, actually. No, Taylor and I don't. I've do never, drugs. never done a. What is what is drugs? What is drugs? <laughs> um, but yeah, so in the 1800s, uh, Spain was a country with a very large population of rural peasants and farmers, and uh, still operated under a monar- monarchy. So they had king. Uh, in 1812, King Fernando the Seventh was the ruler, but there was a movement to create a Spanish constitution constitution in 1812 that would take away some of the power from the king and basically move towards like more of a britain kind of system Mm -hmm. that like i guess britain i mean the king would have still had like some power but it's like more parliamentary yeah 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 um and that was like pretty common during the time to have like a prime minister like even into the 1900s to see like a prime minister as well as like a king kind of like Mm co-ruling at least on paper like a nation you know I feel like sometimes kings also were just like to make the people feel better or yeah. something, you know. But <laughs> yeah. like the prime minister was like the yeah calling the shots, the actual ruler. Um, and as with most monarchies and governments in general, there was a small group of elite that held large estates called the latifundia. 
I think is how you say it. Sure. As well as uh, held most of the important positions in government. So, not much representation going on in the oppressive Spanish government, which yeah, is out. always fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, in addition to the attempts at governmental reform, there were a fuck, well, I mean, yeah, there were a fuck ton of wars happening. I guess there was like three uh, mainly, but the three Carlism Wars plagued the late 1800s, which was basically a war between the proletariat and the loyal monarchist. Mm. Um, Carlism was practiced by the conservatives and is defined as a Spanish conservative political movement originating in support of Don Carlos, brother of Fernando VII, uh, who claimed the throne in place of Fernando's daughter, Isabella, Queen Isabella. Mm -hmm. The movement supported the Catholic Church and opposed centralized government. It was revived in support of the nationalist side during the Spanish Civil War. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, kind of a national. I guess it'd be like comparable to what you would call like Republicans now. You sure. Know? Like, yeah, supported like less centralized government, which, you know, like anarchism comes into this story too, which also obviously yeah. supports that. But it's kind of in opposition to the like socialist big government kind of. Right, thing, right, right. Um, there was an increase in fear of communism and the left into the early 1900s, probably because of what was happening in Russia at the time, which was the <laughs> Russian Revolution. Yeah. Uh, this led to a military coup in 1923 where Miguel Promo de, de Rivera, yeah, Promo de Rivera, took power and turned the country into a military state so it wouldn't have to give the gross poor people rights. <laughs> We don't want to give those yucky, gross, Ew. nasty, poor people Hell no. uh, rights, no. right? Like, I mean, they yeah. They don't deserve it. No, so. definitely not. Yeah. No, for sure. Poor people and um, and uh, people who like tequila. No yeah. rights. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck them all. At you, Justin. <laughs> I feel like Justin's just like a character on the podcast I now. Know, yeah, ta- he's like this, I talk like, about him so much. Ethereal character. Well, I guess yeah. they met him the one episode. Yeah, he was on an episode. You so thought, he, you've met him. If you've listened to all the episodes, if you're good friends and you've listened to <laughs> all of our episodes, <laughs> you've met Justin for sure. But uh, yeah, no, I like I like him being like an ethereal. Yeah. Because like if someone were just, just listen, drop little hints here and there. Yeah, if someone were just listen to this episode, it'd be like, who the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Don't tell them. Yeah, nobody tell them. Make them work for it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so power shifted hands as it do uh, to a new dictator and the current king Alfonso. Well, current king at the time, I guess. Sure. Uh, Alfonso the Thirteenth. I had to count the the, the eyes. I but. could never have done that <laughs> anyway. So I, good for you. I can do Roman numerals. I'm... Man, I fucking cannot. Really? Yeah. Past five, difficult. I'm like, nah. Did you just add them to the right or to the left? I don't ask me to do math. <laughs> this is why, okay, which secret character, Daniel, ah. if you're listening, this is why I don't do 24-hour time because I have to do uh, fucking math to figure out what fucking time it is. I guess that's true. And, like, I know that, like, I, it, like, technically, no, I don't, but, like, I, to understand what's going on because yeah. I only know 12-hour time, I would have to do math. So mm-hmm. I don't want to. So I'm sticking with my 12-hour so you know stupid what? American time. Fuck so your... Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, a military time is kind of oppressive, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because they don't teach you that in school. Yeah. And then you get into the real world, and you're just expected to know yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, the only I feel like hmm, the only way reason I know military time is because when I was in high school, I worked at Taco Bell, and uh, <laughs> which I think I had mentioned last. And it's week run too. like a fucking. Well, yeah, the like the clocks Army. on like the little fucking order screen were in military time, so God I had to like it. learn it if I wanted to like look up and know what time it was. Wow. So I was like, oh, it's 2,300 hours. That means it's fucking 11 o'clock. It's you know? 23 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> 23 o'clock. Yeah. There you go. Damn. Yeah. Wild. What if it was like that? What if it, what if instead of like 11 at night, it was just like, oh, it's 23 o'clock. That's how I say it. <laughs> yeah. 23 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds weird. <laughs> yeah. You add the p.m. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Wow. What a, what a time to be alive. Um, so I'm mentioning this part with King Alfonso the 13th uh, mm-hmm. because, uh, well, so King Alfonso, he relented and actually did end up turning Spain into a republic. So they did get like a uh, parliament and somewhat of a democracy type beat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm mentioning this to illustrate how kind of up in the air Spanish politics were at the time. Um, right. There were kind of inconsistent rule. uh and with that, obviously, comes social tor- turmoil, which doesn't mm-hmm. uh, doesn't end well. Yeah. See uh, all of our other videos <laughs> or uh, podcasts. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and especially if you're like, if there's all of these different, like, this kind of uh, mm-hmm. structure, and then this kind of structure, and then this kind of structure, and everybody's kind of disagreeing, and you're moving yeah. from all these different, like, it's just, it's chaotic. True. Well, and I think, like, because the the late 1800s into like the early 1900s were so like there was so many political ideas that were being tested out right. you know like i mean that was kind of the birth of like communism yeah. and socialism yeah. and um people were kind of moving away from like yeah like fuck having a king like that's stupid <laughs> right. which is true having a I king mean, is yeah. the dumbest thing you could ever do so <laughs> like that's that's a word like like America's government sucks, but oh my yeah. god, if we had a fucking king, yeah. like one one specific king, like like even because you know, I mean, you could say like ah, oh, the president's kind of like the king or whatever, yeah, but, but like, like genuine, like true monarchy, like just a true like the whatever the king says goes. Yeah, like, fuck, oh ooh, my god, that that's a horrible idea. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> horrible. Idea. And why did we think for so long <laughs> that was a good yeah. idea? Like literally, and especially because it was just like oh, you were born into this family it- and like. Exactly. You that's have like no the qualifications. That's like the thing of of it all, like the the worst part of yeah. it all, is that it's not even they were like, okay, like this guy's you know kind of has some fucking good this ideas or whatever. The it's dude, like, yeah. oh, this is this one dude's son of this family that's been doing this for like ten years. So yeah, like yeah, wow. he's he's got oh, it. Oh, king dies. His son's 12, 12 year old king. Twelve, 12 year old king. Yeah, and like, uh, and I I read this like I read this book last year about like. Uh, witchcraft in like the 15 1600s and stuff uh in europe and it was i mean yeah like there were advisors and stuff but at the end of the day if you were fucking 12 and you could form sentences you could be a king yeah. like it was insane and probably barely form sentences anyway true yeah no education he was probably ass. illiterate <laughs> oh uh, no i feel like if you were the king you would at least yeah, have a little true. bit that's yeah true. Or if you're, like, the king's son, you know, like a prince, like, you would for sure be, like, getting some kind of education. True. But anyway. Um, tangent town. <laughs> tangent town. All right. So after holding the first election as a republic nation, many socialist and liberals 
uh, took control of the government offices, creating the first Spanish Republic, is the name of it, first Spanish Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, amidst the Great Depression, the uh, landowners and the workers fought as they do, um, especially because the government was actually attempting to help the peasants in this uh, time because, again, all of the socialists and liberals were elected government. So. Right. The government was like, oh, we're going to like, gen-. I think that like they did have genuine like hopes to help like the working class mm-hmm. at this time. But obviously the landowners were uh, being shitty. Yeah, being landowners. Being landlords, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they had like uh, tried to make the, you know, shorter work weeks requ- requiring better wages be paid to the working people. Um, but as with, you know, a lot of things in the Great Depression, like landowners didn't have much also like you know right. like it was pretty I mean, bad yeah. all around yeah um not to like not to like empathize with the landowners no, but, but you know but like the, the in this case the landowners really couldn't pay workers more because they like like i didn't i don't have any money either so yeah. <laughs> i don't um, know what to tell you guys yeah so the liberal government was trying to secularize the country so geez so they <laughs> they severely restricted the power of the Catholic Church uh, and how much it had over the government and mm. the people. Mm. This, of course, infuriated the Christian conservatives <laughs> yeah. and uh, the Catholic Church uh, itself. Yeah. Uh, the Pope actually issued a decree that the church was being oppressed in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, the church is being oh, mean to us, and, and, or the, the government's being mean in Spain. <laughs> Mom. Mom. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Catholics are fucking oppressed. Super oppressed. Of yeah. the most, but like one of the most oppressed groups actually is mm-hmm. Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't because I feel like because uh, like Pro- I know like Protestantism and like Catholics. Yeah. There might have been some areas in Europe where Catholics were oppressed. Oh no, I'm totally joking. Catholics yeah. fucking suck. I know. I I, I realize. <laughs> yeah, I just think like. Historically, there may actually have been some areas That's where Catholics true. were oppressed. So I'm thinking like Ireland. Yeah, because there I'm, was there was beef. I don't know. I'd have to read up on it more. Anyway, anywho, uh, <laughs> so obviously there was a lot of social sh- socialists and liberals who were very anti-religious, but it was also still part large part of the culture of Spain at the time. So they started butting heads, mm-hmm. um, which you know is cool because that has never happened anywhere else and is not currently happening in <laughs> the country we live in yeah no. you know there would never be like a group of highly religious people on the right saying that like the left was trying to take religion out of the country because right. we're like fighting for rights for people who religious people don't like and yeah it would cause this really big divide in people mm-hmm. and like that has never hasn't happened and, since and yeah, yeah and it's not happening no like, definitely at this moment no not currently as we speak in this country <laughs> that we're in right now <laughs> uh yeah things are great <laughs> <laughs> things are good i love it uh, in November of 1933, right-wing parties began to win elections, um, you know, as, like, the Great Depression pushed on. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, when things are bad under, like, one political system, people are going to be like, oh, the other one. Exactly. You know? yeah. So they began to win parties in elections, and they band together to create the Spanish Confederation of Autonomous Right-Wing Groups. Oh, my, my God. gosh. <laughs> Uh, which uses the acronym CEDA, so CETA. All right. I don't know how that translates. I think it might be a language thing. Yeah. But CETA, that's what we're going to call them from now on. Great. <laughs> uh, violence, uh, 
okay sorry this was I, I wrote this weird violence and continued militancy continued because of the shift in political power and the warring sides of the aisle there was an anarchist uprising in december of 1933 where about 100 people died uh but this wasn't anything compared to the communist revolt the following year mm. 1934 that uh the communist groups have been preparing for for about nine months. Uh, police officers, clergy, and some civilians were all killed in the uprising. The revolt was crushed in two weeks, though, by the Spanish Navy and the army. Damn. But yeah, so like, communists are obviously not stoked that the right has the government, so yeah. they do a revolt. Uh, doesn't go very well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've heard there's like some people that say like. Oh, uh, you know, the com, you know, the left can't be mad because they tried to do the same thing that like the right oh, yeah. tried to do, and instead, it's just it's like yeah, but you know, uh, people get carried away, obviously, and I'm sure some innocent people died, right? But like when you're uprising to feed people yeah. versus uprising to, uh, you know, oppress, yeah, <laughs> minority groups, I have like, a little more sympathy, exactly, yeah. Again, so tensions be- between the two sides uh, reached a boiling point, or were reaching a boiling point. Uh, good thing that, uh, again, that's never happened throughout the rest of history. Yeah. <laughs> After the revolt of 1934, land reforms were swift, and uh, with people being fired and forced back into terrible working conditions because mm-hmm. of the right wing taking the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the government was wanting to maintain uh, elite interests. Landowners would carry out violence against farm workers and socialists. Many farm workers at the time were anarchists or some kind of workers' rights advocates, sure. obviously. Uh, and especially in rural areas, there's a lot more of like an anarchist movement. Yeah, usually. yeah. Leftists were fired. Unionizers were imprisoned, and wages were cut to starvation levels. Jesus. With landowners telling the workers that if they were hungry, they could go eat the republic. <laughs> oh yeah wow. shitty shitty wow. stuff yeah wow, 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 wow. <laughs> yeah i can't even imagine dude like oh god yeah so a bunch of bullshit starts happening yeah needless to say um the second spanish republic uh and and i think uh so the first spanish republic was like the first one that was set up then there was a second spanish republic it's yeah again like kind of the evolving government anyway Second Spanish Republic joined forces with leftist groups to form the Popular Front. Second Spanish Republic being like the liberals, socialist groups, communists, mm-hmm. uh, and anarchists, um, which was basically a coalition of anarchists, communists, and liberals who did not like the encroaching fascist government. The Popular Front narrowly won election in 1936. Mm. So they did win it back. Again, this is why it's like kind of confusing because there's a lot of yeah, like back and forth totally. that's happening right now. But I do think that it's like important to know how uh, just unstable it all was like at the time. Right. Like no one knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was some crazy, crazy political maneuvering that was going on um, at the time. But for our purposes here, it's just important to know that the left took power once again and the right began setting up their plans to... Uh, take control of the government by non-legitimate means. Mm-hmm. I think that the constant shift in power made the right realize that they couldn't carry out their agenda with the voting system, so they had to take control by force and hold yeah. on to it, 
which is again what kind of right-wing politics leads to is yeah. a dictatorship they will never because because <laughs> <laughs> because because uh you know when you're protecting the interests of a very slim population mm-hmm. rarely are you going to have the support of a proletariat mm-hmm. that is voting you into power you know mm-hmm. so you have to like so have to, use like, other means keep it yeah um because leftists don't plan much <laughs> and the right wing right wing government left the new government with a pretty impossible situation in the country mm-hmm. uh spain broke into chaos with even socialists saying that it was getting like too wild on the streets like Wolf. there was constant fighting that was happening like you know street fights between different political ideologies and again you know you see like some people embracing fascism and things like that mm. um at one point a prominent intellectual told manuel and Zan- zania diaz who was the current president under the popular front that he should uh kill himself as a patriot act <laughs> yeah so again a lot of this just to say that tensions were not good yeah in spain it was rough <laughs> shit was <laughs> fucked ah uh, yeah it was fucked oh uh we should you know what else is fucked i mean not fucked uh ads <laughs> uh, ad, ads breaks <laughs> taking a taking a little break uh anyway ads. ads oh that was good i feel like We back? Yes, we're back. Okay, nice. Sorry, I had some technical difficulties. Difficulties. Um, yeah, so uh, capitalism, pretty awful. Not pretty a fan. not good. Yeah, not chill, not based. <laughs> very cringe. Very unbased. Yeah. Super cringe, not very uh, chat-like no. of the government. It's very uh, soy energy. Soy boy energy for sure. Um, All right. So by July of 1936, uh, the landowners and conservatives were so done with land being taken back by force. They're fucking over it. uh, That they started to consider full-blown fascism as a viable option for the country. This obviously was bad. (laughs) (laughs) Was bad. It was not good. Uh, the divide between the left and the right was so vast that there were nearly daily confrontations in all regions of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monk Hilary Ragur, I think is how you say the name, stated that in his parish, instead of children playing cops and robbers, they'd play leftists and rightists. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, to be fair, uh, the Popular Front government wasn't blameless in the situation. Like, they didn't have uh, a full-on plan for... Uh, like land redistribution mm-hmm. so i feel like and it's and like the anarchists and like the the farmers were like i'm taking this land back <laughs> like this is mine uh there were were more likely uh they were more likely to prosecute violence on the right rather than similar violence on the left um which you know if you're gonna have a government you probably shouldn't be like more fair to yeah. whatever and again it's like hard to uh like i i I have more sympathy for the left, obviously, but like again, if if you're gonna try to run like a fair government, like you should probably prosecute things the same. Yeah. Um, but also, I do uh, somewhat understand. Uh, it was also said that there was a lot of illegal 
air quotes, land theft, uh, which is just that peasants were taking land from landowners. Those um, peasants. <laughs> I'm sure that they cultivate and should own. Uh, I'm sure there were instances of peasants taking land from one another, but obviously it's hard to take land from other people who don't have any land. So I think it's more likely that they were most of the land being taken was like from people who owned a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, uh, so the government was unlikely to stop, which again, most likely because there was no land redistribution redistri- plan in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, workers were stealing goods and not paying rent, which was dubbed as social crime. For some, I don't know why they called it that, but that's mm. what they called it. Again, I think that people were just tired of uh, the instability of the constant shifting civil rights and probably started to fuck shit up, yeah. as they do. Because, <laughs> again, everything seemed to be up in the air. Yeah. This leads us to July 17th of 1936. The Nationalist Army and leaders launched a coup on the liberal government of Spain. They failed to take many major cities aside from Seville, which uh, was where the African troops under Francisco Franco would land. And Francisco Franco ended up becoming the leader of the fascist movement. Um, The anarchists formed militias using weapon caches that had been left over since the 1934 revolution, and the communists did the same. Thus begun the Spanish Civil War. To be continued. <laughs> Done. The cliffhanger. Truly. Cliff <laughs> Cliffkowski. Yeah. I wonder how it's going to end. I, who's, who's can say? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, and you know, this is 1934, so like, uh, you know, you got Mussolini doing his thing. Yeah. You got Hitler kind of yeah. coming and doing his thing so and there there was like a little crossover uh with old moose and hitler and well yeah and <laughs> <laughs> the spanish civil war yeah oh, i'm sure yeah there's they were they're all kind of around the same time because yeah. again fascism was kind of like yeah. taking off the thing the, <laughs> the hot new thing yeah. <laughs> communism uh, low-key fell off and fascism <laughs> was Communism was so 1912, and fascism <laughs> is so 1936. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's talk about Italy. I would love to. Let's talk about another part of Europe. Um, so I'm yeah. going to tell you about the anti-fascist group called the Arditi del Popolo. Woo! Um, but before I start telling you about them, I have to tell you about Benito Mussolini. All right. First question. He's a cunt. Yeah. (laughs) Out of the gate. Um, Do you think you could suplex Benito Mussolini? Um, actually, he's kind of a fucking beefy guy. Is he? Yeah. Oh shit. He's kind of like he's like large. Yeah, because I know he's like five. He was like five seven or something like that. Yeah, but just like in like his like yeah, like he's just like a a he's like hefty dude. Yeah. So maybe not a suplex. You think you could beat him up though for sure? Probably. Yeah. 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 I think you could beat up most people, but like. Well, yeah. yeah. I think I I would break him down emotionally and then I could physically. um, Okay. Yeah. Once he's like so emotionally broken. Yeah. That he like won't even fight back. Yeah. He's just like, fuck. You know what? And then I'm like, bam, bam. (laughs) Bam, bam. Hit, hit. Punch, punch. Mussolini's on the floor. Yeah. I'm standing victorious over. (laughs) Spit on him. (laughs) <laughs> Which is foreshadowing, by the way. Uh, you'll Whoa. find out next episode. Okay. 
Wow. I didn't even mean to do that, but <laughs> just I'm just so good at podcasting. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of a pro like podcaster. A- <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Mussolini, so, cunt. Cunt. All right. Yeah. So let me set the scene so you can understand where and how the roots of this anti-fascist organization took place. Milan, Italy, March 23rd, 1919. Oh, shit. Yeah. Benito Mussolini, who had undergone a complete 180 from his previous socialist roots, formed the Fasci Italiani di Combattimento, one of the first fascist groups in history. Um, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> Mussolini yeah. had, up until about 1914, written for socialist newspapers and had considered himself a Marxist. Um, which this whole th- this is very interesting. Like his his flip yeah. flipperoo. Yeah, no, and and I think we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but I I there actually have been a lot of instances of like people who start on the left and get discouraged yep. because again you're fighting against literally a ruling class of people that holds all of the power. Yeah, and will flip over and like become part of like a a right wing yeah. movement. Like yeah. I I think it, it happened a lot with like the Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, protests like. A lot of like right wing people were a part of that, and then like became right wing fucking figureheads mm-hmm. because, like, it, you know, they were like, "Oh, this like whole social change thing doesn't work. We need to like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, yeah, fucking, fucking, fucking fuck." You you could hate them, but right wing people do tend to get shit done. <laughs> Bad it's shit, unfortunate. The worst shit, but they do They're... be doing it. Yeah, and it's just, it's, this is a tangent, I'm sorry. No, but I love that. There's, because like, and again, we've talked about this a bunch too, but the left is always so concerned with fighting each other yeah. on what they think is best. Yep. That literally like the right, and the right has like got it almost down to a science on like, oh, we don't, we don't it like, we bait people in to Nazism or whatever yeah. it is, you know, like we don't like flat out say like oh we want you to be a nazi (laughs) that's how they get people in and then and also the right doesn't really have an ideology other than owning the left you know like owning the libs (laughs) exactly like you know i feel like most of the leftists i meet are very like disciplined and they're like oh i like do this because i believe in human rights and i do this because i believe in the liberty of all people and things like that Mm -hmm. whereas the right is just like yeah, we just want to own the libs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Know. They just, yeah, they just fucking hate the other side enough. It's very frustrating. That they're like, whatever, we don't care yeah. what this other person thinks. Like, yeah, there's no discourse in the right. It's all just like, oh, you're right wing, me too. Sick. You hate the lib, you hate libs, me too. We're besties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so um, he had been writing for socialist newspapers. He had considered himself a Marxist, but Mussolini ended. Mussolini ended up splitting from the Socialist Party because he felt that they remained too neutral in conflict and felt that the only way to protect Italy would be through violence. Um, And then these ideas were met with disdain from the Socialist Party, even leading Mussolini to be jailed for a time. Um, And this is really what began Mussolini's journey towards fascism and then creating his own fascist party. So, with financial support from... M15, the British Secret Service. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Good old British CIA there. Yeah, dipping their little fucking toes in. Do you think CIA or M15 is a cooler name? I kind of think M15 sounds I kind of think it sounds cooler. Yeah, it sounds yeah. way cooler. CIA. 
I'm sounds just, like a crime show. It does. <laughs> and I'm just like so over the three letter organizations yeah. in the US. It's like True. we get it. CIA, you FBI, like fucking acronyms or whatever. FDA. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the Get F- over it. FDA? USA. USA. Yeah. Stupid. F U C K. I'm part of fuck. <laughs> I belong to the fuck party. I like because I like to fuck. Um, <laughs> Wow. Phoebe fucks. I fuck, you guys. Yo, yo, podcast <laughs> listeners. Uh, Phoebe fucks. Phoebe lays mad pipe, dude. It's insane. <laughs> I do. It's true. Yeah, truly. Um, <laughs> what is going on today? I'm here for it. <laughs> we just opened this white cloth. <laughs> yeah, but I have not eaten anything today. <laughs> so, M15 is fucking giving Mussolini money to... Uh, They encouraged him to spread pro-war propaganda in his own newspaper, Il Popolo d'Italia. It was through this paper where he published his thoughts on socialism and his ideas on how Italy should be governed. Um, And this is how he recruited men to his new fascist party. This party believed that the state should be the sole focus of the people, that they should militarize the state and create a warrior class who would be the best fighters to protect the Italian state. Um, And that the people should do whatever is asked of them by the state in order to help the state flourish, uh, that education should be controlled and developed by the state in order to produce warriors and future leaders of the state, and that (laughs) all of this should be led by one elite dictator. Yeah. So super sick stuff. And it's so funny, too, because I feel like a lot of people on, on, like, Republicans or, like, public figures on the right are, like... Well, we're not fascists because, like, we don't like the government and, like, stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, you don't like the current government. That's not how it... Exactly. You like the government once it becomes a dictatorship. Right. Like, that's exactly. The, yeah, it's never like, oh, we want the government to be stronger when it's, like, a democracy yeah. or a republic. It's always, yeah, you it's want... Like- you don't like the government right now, but you like government. Yeah, you will like the government when it's a military. <laughs> yeah, <you're> like. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so basically uh, this Mussolini's fascist party, their whole idea was like militarize the state and create a structure where in which you're just producing soldiers for the state, basically. Like they wanted the education to just be like, this is how to kill people for italy <laughs> yeah yeah um super cool wow a country built on uh the right yeah. to perform violence interesting couldn't be america <laughs> no we would never dream no no america is super not known for being really violent <laughs> uh oh god <laughs> So the seeds of Mussolini's conquest for world domination could be seen in his promotion of the idea of spazio vitale. Spazio vitale, meaning vital space or living space, is the idea that a certain race of nationality is of a higher echelon um, and has outgrown its current boundaries and therefore is entitled to expand to other areas that lie outside, i.e. other countries. Cool. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Benito Mussolini believed that the Italian race was more highly developed, educated, had better civil structure, and that by occupying surrounding areas, Italy would help to lift those people up to the better standards of the Italians. So think Americans manifest destiny and uh, what America still does every day to this day. True. Basically. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and like the whole, yeah, it's just like, I just, uh, again, I, I feel like fascism is just like colonialism 
like ramped up to 11 you know yeah yeah it's like it's just colonization yeah with like scary with more like military it's like colonization without scarier because colonization yeah it's like colonization without like the weird justification of it of like oh we're like making the world better it's like no they're just straight up like we're white people and we deserve yeah the whole world (laughs) like that's what it is like it's weird but yeah it's intense yeah it's very intense (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> so Mussolini really uh, hated the <laughs> people of other races. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. So uh, <laughs> Mussolini persuaded people of this idea by reassuring them that the Slavic people in, U- in, in Yugoslavia, it's like a little bit of a tongue twister mm-hmm. there, um, were holding back the human race and that they were much more inferior to the Italian people. In a 1920 speech, he said, oof, quote, when dealing with such a race as Slavic, inferior, and barbarian, we must not pursue the carrot, but the stick policy. We should not be afraid of new victims. The Italian border should run across the Brenner Pass, Monte Nevoso, and the Daneric Alps. I would say we can easily sacrifice 500,000 barbaric Slavs for 50,000 Italians. Jesus Christ. So he yeah. really hated the Slavic people. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, the term... Bar- like barbaric yeah. and like it's very reminiscent of like how you're like Britain used to refer to like all the places they conquered like with full of savages and right stuff. It's, yeah yeah, yeah. racist <laughs> yeah well and yeah exactly like when they came to America mm-hmm. that's how they referred to like the native people here yeah dehumanizing terminology exactly Exactly. Which is how you convince people of these yeah. things. I mean, that's how the whole fucking Holocaust happened. Make people think they're not human or they're mm-hmm. less than human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and in case you were not worried that it would, in case you were worried that it wouldn't get worse, uh, Mussolini also held the idea that the rising birth rates in Africa and Asia were a threat to the white race. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> he said that America was doomed because the black birth rates in America outweighed the the white birth rates. And he said that black people would take over America and, quote, drag it down to their level. Oh. Yeah. He fucking yeah. <laughs> sucks a lot. Yeah. the It's, I mean... News alert of like you know breaking news, uh, fascism, racist. <laughs> yeah, never would have guessed. Never would have guessed it. But, yeah. So we have Mussolini, who has recruited people who are itching to use violence to accomplish their goals, who are under the belief that Italy is entitled to the land surrounding it, and that the people occupying the land are less than and are responsible for holding back the human race. Cool, cute, quirky, <laughs> fun. <laughs> And this set up Mussolini perfectly for a fascist takeover. So, on October 27th, 1922, a group of 30,000 squadristi. Wow. Squadristi. Yeah. <laughs> Italian. Italian. <laughs> squadristi. Meet the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and make it a pizza. <laughs> sorry, Italians. Uh no, nah, I'm, I'm not that sorry. I mean, I, I my heritage sorry. is Italian, yeah. so I guess I get a pass. Sure. Also, y'all are very white. Mm. Like, there's mm. if we were lived in like 1930, I'd feel worse, but we don't. So. <laughs> and after, well, that wasn't them, but after the movie House of Gucci, I'm just. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't. You said it was bad, right? Awful. 
one of the fucking worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen in my uh, life. I haven't even like heard anything about it other than you thinking it's bad. It's so, hor- <laughs> it's so bad. We literally left. <laughs> I've like I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie in my entire life. And like it was late. Yeah. And maybe if it wasn't late, maybe I would have stayed through the whole thing. But literally, I was like, it's fucking like eleven thirty. I don't. Let's watch this fucking movie. bounce. <laughs> yeah. Awful Did you ask? Movie. I've heard if you like leave before the movie's like halfway over, you can get your money back. If really? It's bad. I don't know if I don't know Damn. if it's at all theaters, but I'm, I've heard some of them will give you your money back if like wow. you leave halfway through the movie and you're like, this is a bad movie. <laughs> this movie <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, should have tried that. You should have. Next time I go see a shit ass movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I can't even remember the last movie. I was just like, I can't finish this movie. Yeah, it's rare. It's rare. Actually, I do. It was uh, Seth Rogen's The Green Hornet. Do you remember that movie? I don't think I ever saw it, but uh, it I believe good. you that it yeah, sucked it was ass. Bad. I think me and my dad were both like, this is a really bad movie. <laughs> my dad will watch anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I like honestly don't hate. I, I enjoy bad movies, but that movie was like bad where you couldn't like laugh through it. It's it was just, just yeah, like, it's not the fuck. It's like, not like funny bad. Yeah, yeah, like I'm just bored. Anyway, yeah, not anyway. To, <laughs> this is now a... a podcast where we just shit on whatever movies we hate true (laughs) okay so Mussolini he's being a fucking fascist and (laughs) he's uh getting his little team together getting ready to dictate the shit out of Italy so October 27th 1922 a group of 30,000 squadistri gathered in Rome to demand a fascist takeover of the government and the instatement of Mussolini as the new prime minister the Squadistri, also known as the Black Shirts, was a militia group of war veterans founded by Mussolini and led by one of his right-hand men. King Victor Emmanuel III, feeling backed into a corner and not wanting to increase already tight tensions in the country, handed power over to Mussolini, hoping to avoid a civil war. Yeah. This would obviously be a grave mistake. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's kind of been said, like, King Victor was sort of, he was, uh, like, very intimidated by Mussolini. He There was also just, like, a fucking lot going on at the time, and yeah. he kind of was, like, ah. Yeah, he, like, kind of checked out, I, if I recall. Yeah, like, he exactly. wasn't, like, a very, like, present leader to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then when Mussolini was, like, hey, um, I'm going to... I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do some dictating. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure." Why he not? was like, Mussolini was like, "Hey, look, I can fucking get you off the hook, man. You don't have to do this anymore." True. And true. Victor was like, "That does kind of sound it's nice. Sign it kind of sounds sick, dude. I do kind of want to just <laughs> chill now." True. I'm kind of over this whole like ruling thing. <laughs> honestly, honestly, honestly. Uh. The fact that like billionaires uh, have so much power yet don't have to like make decisions out in the like public eye mm-hmm. in America is kind of like the smartest thing rich people no, have ever done. No, they figured it out. Yeah. They fucking f- figured out the equation to like. True. They understood chilling. the assignment. They did. They did. Oh, Just God. unfortunately, part of that assignment was also how many people can I kill and exploit? True. So. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Yeah. So, um, as Mussolini rose to power, he quickly established an overwhelming dictatorship. He disbanded all other political parties, established a police state, and used prison time liberally. 
He also used the black shirts to really enforce his power. Um, If anyone were to try to oppose him, the black shirts would correct it. And they even assassinated socialist Giacomo Matti... Fuck. I was was so confident going into it. Giacomo (laughs) Mattiotti, who wanted to rerun the elections, saying that there was foul play and therefore an unjust outcome. Which... Yeah. Like yeah, literally they forced they literally the king to give it to Mussolini. Power, yeah. Like, so, like excuse it was me. not even really an election. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they were like, nah, fuck you. Murdered. Dead. Yeah. Killed him. Yeah. 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 Uh what won't. Who, who, yeah, who won't <laughs> assassinate you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not confident. Uh, There's a you know, the the more time that goes, we've uh, a big uh, shout out to the listeners. We hit a thousand streams. Yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, we, I was, forgot to bring that up yeah, in the opening. Yeah. I got too into the jizz conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I'm kind of like, okay, we hit a thousand streams. When are we going to get another advertisement? Yeah. Hey, anchor, if you're anchor, listening. Anchor. Uh, and part of me is like, every day I'm creeping more and more to the like realization that maybe they don't want to advertise on our podcast because we're leftists. Do you I don't think? Know. I don't know. I don't know. Because I wonder if they even like <clears throat> listen to the content. I, they they probably don't, but I just I'm like, but I feel like we but get why? decent yeah, listenership. We do. Why do we not have another advertiser? At I least know. one, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should try to like. Get outside advertisers and not yeah. go through Anchor. True. Um, 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 pick a brand. Pick a brand to call out right now. Uh, uh, bounty paper towels. Bounty paper towels. If you, <laughs> <laughs> if you're fucking listening, we want to advertise for you. Honestly, yeah. good the paper towels. Pick her upper. Phoebe's already there. She's got, <laughs> she's got the ad transitions on lock. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. You, know, like, you know, know what will <laughs> wipe up spills? Just as good as Mussolini wipe up, wiped up <laughs> the the Italian people into you know, this fascist. <laughs> you know what will pick up things as good as Mussolini picked up power in Italy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, bounty paper bounty towers. Paper towels. <laughs> uh, no promo unless. Unless yeah, this bounty. Hit mm-hmm. hit my hit our line. Yeah, bang my line. Bang my line right now, or this stops. This ends here. Mm-hmm. So you could have it good, Bounty. <laughs> Consider you have until the end of the break. <laughs> <laughs> this five minute break we're about to take, <laughs> so I can use the ba- the restroom and drink more of this white. Yes, claw. <laughs> starting the counter now. All right. All right. Anyway. Kaylee, shout out uh, my sister. Oh yeah, my sister for being kind of better than everybody else. <laughs> kind of fucking sick. Kind of the coolest person ever. Yeah. True. Kaylee's way cooler than me. Yeah, she like uh, my sister. Listeners, if you didn't know, she just <laughs> moved uh, to West Virginia, mm, and uh, Mountain Mama doesn't have any friends uh, in West Virginia because obviously she just moved there. Brand new. Um, and uh, she said that <laughs> her. And her whole, like, what's been, like, <laughs> comforting her after she, like, gets off work is, like, 
anim- just anime. <laughs> She's like, I've watched Kiki's delivery service every day for a week. Oh, like, <laughs> I get that though. Yeah, Kiki's delivery service is very comforting. True, it's a it's a bop of a movie for oh, sure. Oh yeah, like certified cinematic slapper. Oh, always. Is what that is. <laughs> yes, that was like one of my favorite movies growing up. Oh, it's probably my favorite Studio Ghibli mine, movie. It is mine. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Skis. Love for sure, that one. For Shurkowski. <laughs> My Chevy the Levy, but the Levy was sure. <laughs> it's very comforting. It's so pretty. It's like yeah. nice. Oh, the animation. It's just nice. Like... True. And that's one thing I love about Studio Ghibli movies is like there's conflict in it, obviously, because it has to have conflict because mm-hmm. it's a story. But also it's like it's never a fucking bummer, dude. Like, yeah. You're never like at the end of it, you're never like, wow, I'm sad, even yeah. though like well, it was resolved. The only one is Grave of the Fireflies. I honestly haven't seen that one. That one is the saddest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. It's, like, all about, um, like, this Japanese... I don't know if he was a soldier, but... Or maybe he... Yeah. Anyway, but it's, like, this kid and his little sister, and their mom dies from, like, fucking radiation Mm -hmm. poisoning or something horrible, and then they have to just, like, live on their own and, like, try to survive, and it's not not a single second of that movie is happy it's Oof. every moment is the most depressing thing you've ever experienced Damn. so don't so watch don't that watch one that one if, if you're, you're sad yeah. watch kiki's delivery yes. service if you're sad most of, like pretty much every other one it's like yeah. i don't know if um oh, what the fuck is his name Hayao Miyazaki was Hayao just Miyazaki. like having like a really sad day <laughs> when he wrote that one and then the rest he was uh, like totoro like it's yeah, nice it's nice he's a cute yeah. little animal and then it was like, moving castle, World like, War II depression. Well, I know like a lot of them for sure have like World War II imagery. Totally. Uh, but yeah, like most of them, even if there's like, you know, intense parts or whatever, like it's a happy ending, it's nice. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That one is not a happy ending at all. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. sad through and through. You know what else is sad through and through? Dictatorships. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fascism. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So right. So Mussolini, he's just forced uh, the king to turn power over to him with the support of his violent crew, the Black Shirts. And so now, on December twenty fourth, nineteen twenty five, Christmas Eve, oh. um, Mussolini passed a law that declared himself the ultimate power in Italy, making it so that he did not have to answer to Parliament or even the king. Which, fuck you. for Come on, man. You couldn't wait yeah. till like, December 27th or something? True. That is kind of a shitty day. That's, like, a real... That's yeah. going to ruin everybody's Christmas. You fucked up everyone's Christmas. Yeah. Uh, way to go. It's rude. <laughs> True. It's rude. Everybody was just, like, lighting a candle, eating a ham or something. And yeah. they were like, oh, shit. We have a dictator? We got a dictator now, yeah. Got a dictator on our hands? Santa's supposed to come (laughs) on Christmas Eve. The only dictator I want on Christmas Eve is Saint Nicholas himself. Saint Nicholas. Um, So. Dictate me some bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So Mussolini soon implemented heavy propaganda schemes, only allowing approved newspapers to be printed, ensuring all portrays portrayals of him depicted him as a powerful competent and manly leader oh of course yeah um needed to be a big strong boy (laughs) big tough big tough guy (laughs) and he made all teachers swear an oath to the fascist regime normal and good i mean we basically do Uh, that uh, with the pledge of allegiance um that's true 
every day. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, at times, he would hold multiple positions at once, being the prime minister, head of militia, head of foreign affi- foreign affairs, etc. Like all at once. So he he's just the fucking guy, the, the dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, throughout World War II, Mussolini joined forces with friend of the pod, Hitler. Oh, our boy! Here we go, our lad, our Adolf lad. Uh, Adolfskis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> me and me and uh, Adolf are on first name basis, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's such a good friend of the pod. <laughs> we call him uh, Addy for short. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, weird tangent. So uh, there were two brothers who lived. They were German, I believe. Mm, yeah. They lived in some region of Europe. Uh, became Nazis. Potentially because they had to. Uh, sure. But there was one of them's name was Adolf. And the other one was... Uh, Adolf Dawes and Rudolf Dawes. Okay. Uh, they both started shoe companies. And uh, this sounds like a fake story, but I swear to God it's true. Uh, and then oh my God. Adolf Dawes Adidas. was called Adidas for short. Adidas. Adidas. <laughs> and the other one started Puma. What? Rudolf started Puma. Yeah. No fucking joke, dude. Look that shit up. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Adidas is Adidas. because of... Adidas is from Adidas, yeah. Wow. Wow. Why is so many, um, like, fashion brands Nazi-affiliated? It's, I mean, Europe and the, you know, True. early 1900s, I True. guess. True. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. Why, is some, why is all of NASA because of Nazis? Because, you know, America <laughs> stole all the Nazi scientists. <laughs> Yeah, we did do that. Oh, oh America. Oh, America. Again, America. Again. <laughs> Back at it again with the Nazi <laughs> bands. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Damn, America. So, so Mussolini's fucking hanging out with Hitler. Um, during the Spanish Civil War, recall Taylor's story, Mussolini Whoa. was a huge support to the fascists and sent military support to the fascists in mm-hmm. The Spanish Civil War. That we're going to talk about next week. Yeah. So doing this proved to Hitler that Mussolini was super duper serious about a fascist regime. And that led to them forming the Rome-Berlin Axis, Axis, which eventually became the Axis powers. Um, Japan soon joined after that. And then the three powers signed an anti-communist pact (laughs) around 1937. That's a... I'd like to... I like to believe... I'd like to believe that... uh, and I know this isn't true because now I'm thinking about the timelines and they don't match up, but that just reminds me of the friendship pack that, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. that the Soviet Union and China That's signed right. the <laughs> like friendship pack. 30 years of friendship, like <laughs> agreement that they <laughs> signed. Let's all get our friends uh, together and sign a friendship pack. A 30 year agreement of friendship. Yeah. Uh, because we're all communists. Yeah. 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 But yeah, these guys were like anti-communism. So, uh, yeah, did that around 1937, and then following the Spanish Civil War in 1940, Germany, Italy, Japan, and several other nations signed the Tripartite Act, which joined the military forces of these nations, Mm -hmm. Um, which can we all just, like, take a minute to let it soak in how insane the world was at this time? Like, we genuinely had two groups against each other, one called the Allies, who was supposedly, fighting for democracy and against the Holocaust. And you had another group called the Axis who was trying to carry out a fascist takeover of the world. And that literally sounds like 
like a comic book like the axis powers that sounds so fucking evil oh yeah no for sure (laughs) and like the ally like this is like the is this the avengers it's so dorky. Yeah, yeah no, and, and that's, I, I mean, comic books are based off that That's shit, true. Yeah, like that's it, true. But it it's, is dorky. Like, really? You guys. True, true. Come and, on. And I guess it's funny, too, just because, like, war became so different, like, later yeah. on. Because, like, you have these guys who are, like, very, like, when you think about war, I feel like most people think about, like, World War Two mm-hmm. war, you know, like, running across fields and, like, planes and tanks and shit but it's like war you know moving into like korea and vietnam like we talked about like it was much different it was jungle Mm -hmm. guerrilla warfare you're jumping you're getting the jump on people you're burning forests down and shit right so it's i don't know yeah i feel like this is where that like classic idea of like war comes from is world war one and two it's very true it's very true yeah, it's just, I, like, as I was, like, writing this out, I just had to take a moment and be, like, that's so crazy that this is, like, a thing that happened where this, like, group of people, group of, like, country leaders got together and they were, like, let's call ourselves the Axis. Mm-hmm. Just, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, bunch of <laughs> fucking dorks. <laughs> fucking dorks. Uh, so now that you have an idea of who Benito Mussolini was and how he had overtaken Italy and put it under a fascist, fascist regime, you can understand how anti-fascist groups formed and why. So, enter the Arditi de Popolo, in English, the People's Daring Ones. They were considered one of the world's first anti-fascist groups, and they were formed in opposition to Mussolini. Um, And actually, using similar avenues to how Mussolini formed his fascist party and the black shirts, the Arditi del Popolo used a socialist newspaper to recruit members. The ADP was a beautiful conglomeration of socialists, communists, anarchists, union workers, and Republicans. Remember back in the day, Republicans were chill. True. <laughs> um, <laughs> truly the dream of logical leftists of today. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's the same, like, when reading about, like, the Popular Front in the Spanish Civil War, I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. what a world. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> what a world where, like, uh, we all destroyed fascism and then tried to figure out what was going on (laughs) instead of just like arguing about things yeah maybe we could all take a page out of the adp book and learn how to love each other eh? hey yeah (laughs) or at least figure out the nazi problem at least yeah start there (laughs) yeah maybe Uh, the adp's main membership came from working class people in more physical labor jobs such as farming shipyard workers factories etc which makes sense workers being exploited are like this fucking sucks (laughs) hey let's not be exploited (laughs) um and so the adp worked quickly to set up defenses and organize groups by 1921 144 groups had been set up with about 20,000 adp members total following a more anarchist-like structure each group had the freedom to govern themselves as they how they saw fit typically whichever party was more prevalent in that group's area would lead what that squadron was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, however, each member of the ADP was able to make the choice for themselves how they wanted to act, so long as the focus goal was defense against fascist threats and the protection of other members. Yeah, um, which sounds is sick. Based and cool. <laughs> Super based. <laughs> Super based by Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's where she got the idea. Yeah. The Arditi del Popolo were known by their very sick and tight and hardcore insignia which was a skull chomping down on a dagger circled by a laurel wreath. Um, it's so cool. That's we'll metal. post a picture. It's so <laughs> metal. Uh, the skull was often depicted with red glowing eyes. Whoa. So sick. 
Was it on like a black flag too? Because that's, uh, that's all it's missing. I, yeah, like. I mean, I'm sure they just printed on things. But depended, like, yeah, but yeah. yes. It's like the anarchist black flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sick. Anyway. <laughs> so sick. You would find this on like patches or banners yeah. on their uniforms, you know, stuff like that. Um, the ADP would often wear dark sweaters with red flowers pinned to their lapels. Many of the factions of ADP would develop their own insignias, and the Civita Vichia, Civita Vichia developed the banner that would eventually be adopted as the more official flag of the ADP. The banner of the Civita Vichia was an axe chopping through a fasces, the symbol of the fascists. Ooh, should it's, we should we make merch of the ADP? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be kind of tight. It would be kind of fucking. <laughs> what do you, what do y'all think, <laughs> listeners? Let us know in the comments. Comments if comment if you want a sick ADP yeah. merch set. Yeah, that would be very sick. Um, so the fasces is a bundle of wooden rods with an axe coming out the top, all bound together by like a rope or some kind of I don't know bounding thing. <laughs> <laughs> This symbol was used back in ancient Rome, carried by a person of power to represent their dominance. Mussolini adopted this symbol to signify his fascist party and as a sign of his reign. The Civita Vecchia were symbolically axing through Mussolini's totalitarianism, using this banner as a way to proudly state their goals of crushing the dictator and his fascist regime. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck, fuck, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck them all. Um, the ADP's motto was Anoi, meaning to us. And they had songs, the most popular of which was sort of their anthem, and it goes like this. We curb the violence of the mercenary fascists, everyone armed on the cavalry of human redemption. This eternal youth is renewed in the faith for the people who demand equality and freedom. Yeah. Nice. Probably catchier in Italian, but... Probably, yeah. It's <laughs> probably a little more like... It flows a little bit better. Yeah. yeah, but you know, there's the English translation, and I don't know Italian that well, so... Um, but you so, know it somewhat well. I know. You know some words? I know a little bit of a talk. <laughs> I know how to order a glass of red wine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, a Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. Italian. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not. <laughs> so, uh, this sort of sets the scene for who the Arditi del Popolo were um what they were fighting against and the, how pretty fucking serious they were about it yeah so stay tuned oh. next week to get into what they actually did what they accomplished um and then the fall of mussolini damn and what happened we're really edging the listeners we are <laughs> maybe this is oh, a porn uh, podcast maybe it is <laughs> i mean with the amount of jizz but, yeah <laughs> that comes up uh, yeah i'm really I would say I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm really not. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, it, I think it's fucking hilarious. If you don't like it, just don't listen to the podcast, yeah. I guess. But like, what else are you going to listen to? Yeah. We're the only podcast that exists. Exactly. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's yeah. no TV. What is that? I'm just saying mm. two letters together. <laughs> it's not a thing that they're exists. Come, they're not even sequential in the alphabet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Books. Exactly. Gross. Mm. Who reads Mm-mm. those? Burn them. Old people. <laughs> <laughs> burn all of them <laughs> Ooh, yeah uh jk everybody jk don't burn your books Please. uh books are nice um Please read them. yeah read some good ones don't read bad ones 
but good ones. But do read uh, bad ones if they're funny bad. Right. Like, yes. Ben Shapiro's books I was are just gonna fucking say. hilarious. Yeah. So <laughs> funny. Uh, we should honestly, because Ben Shapiro has written a lot of books about sex yeah. for someone who Surprising. I'm so certain does not fuck. Ben Shapiro I'm, does not fuck. No way in hell that Ben Shapiro fucks. Yeah. Does not lay pipe. No. Uh, unlike Phoebe, who we've already established lays Does pipe. lay pipe, yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's a fucking, <clears throat> it's a fucking sewage system <laughs> over here. Not in a gross way. <laughs> just in the way of there's, uh, there's a lot so of so many pipes. Piping, yeah. 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 Like, check your house. Check all the water pipes in your house. Not as much pipe More as than Phoebe that. lays. Yeah. More more think multiple about houses yeah think about like an entire city and like all of the pipes in the whole city more more than that i lay yeah. way more pipe than that true true you couldn't even try to lay as much <laughs> pipe as i lay. <laughs> yeah like honestly like the workers like pipe workers like the actual mm-hmm. working society like industry of pipes has had to unionize against phoebe yeah because she has such a monopoly yeah on how much pipe is being laid right yeah and Uh, i I am i and i'm sorry for it and they do deserve (laughs) you know all the rights in the world Mm -hmm. um just can't help but i can't i can't yeah because you are lay so much pipe i yeah i don't know what you want me to do about (laughs) it (laughs) uh mysterious character daniel (laughs) Comment only you. Comment how, how much, much pipe, pipe. <laughs> has been laid by Phoebe. <laughs> uh, ethereal uh, secondary character yeah, Daniel yeah. of the pod. Oh man, this is a fun uh, episode. I'm having a good time. I'm having a great <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's all of it. So there huh? you go. Yeah. So yeah, so there you go. You you fucking you uh, bastards, sluts. You sluts. You, uh, you, you dirty, thirsty little bitches. True. Yeah. Wow. That's what I was going to say. What is happening in this episode? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Um, yeah. I mean, I've always said if you, if you, if you abuse, verbally abuse your listeners, they come back. They will more. come back. Yeah. They love it. They love it. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> you little fucking. Uh,. I don't know. I'm out of insults. Same. You little fucking f- fucks. fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I, mean, I I'm don't not know what's sorry, happening. I guess, I'm not but... sorry at all. Uh, Taylor. Yes. If I wanted to find some tweets about this particular podcast, Ooh. how would I do that? So you could follow at Remarks Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also. Uh, Leave a glowing review on yeah. Apple Podcasts Tight. because you're slick, <laughs> yeah. hot, juicy review. review. Yeah, on Apple Podcasts because you're so satisfied after <laughs> listening. Your your ears are so full <laughs> uh, that you want to leave a, a glowing review. Yes. Um, I also, if you want more content Mm -hmm. and you have already listened to all the podcasts, you you can begging, begging for more content. What is? I gotta (laughs) calm down. You've had one white claw. Not even the whole thing. Uh, you can definitely follow my you or subscribe to my YouTube channel called The Lefty Agenda. Mm -hmm. Uh, where can we um? 
see some pictures, dog. You can find some pictures, brah, on Instagram at Remarks Podcast. We post weekly things about the podcast that we do. You can find pictures that correlate to the episodes. You can also follow our TikTok of the same handle at Remarks Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, fucking do that and have a great time. You can also follow, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. There's multiple bonus episodes that are very funny. There's also ad-free episodes. And I hiccuped. <laughs> True. True. Uh, yeah, ad-free episodes. And uh, we got merch in the works. Yes. That will be, first of all, dropping to patrons first. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you subscribe to the tier we have, which is only $5, I believe we haven't figured out the details, but there'll probably be some free merch in there for Totes. the subscription, which yeah. I guess isn't free, but like, you know, yeah, you'll be, you'll be compensated for your support. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Truly. Uh, let's do a little shout out skis let's to our do patrons. It. We got, uh, our first patron ever was Justin Vass. Love the you. Boy. Our second patron is Emily Doran. Fucking Beautiful. King. Love them. Jameson Cherry. Love James. And our last patron is Andrew Vass. Congrats on your move. We love you. We miss you. We love you. We miss you. You and Quinn are cute. Cute. Anyway, um, other than that. That's it. I think that's it, baby. That's the pod. All right. Well, Well, thanks for listening. Okay, love love you. you. Bye. Bye.